1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Yep, that's me. Good afternoon. Welcome to the program every Saturday from the Odyssey Good Life studio. We talk about food and wine and whatever comes up. Today is going to be interesting. Guy loves hot stuff. Uh, Sometimes here in my later years, it makes me sneeze. Uh, but I don't mind. I, I have Kleenex. Um, but I just like I like things with spice. My son Christopher sent me an array of sauces from a, a proprietor in Carolina, Pucker Butt Pepper Company. And i uh, been wanting to have him on the show. The guy that put this together is, uh, well, he's legendary in the pepper-producing, hot-sauce-making condiment making things with peppers, uh, all over the world. He's the keeper of the Guinness book of world record hottest sauce. And he's nice enough to join us now. Uh, he, Smoke and Ed Curry, welcome to the good life.
2: Thank you for having me on. It's an honor.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I've learned so much about you and it's so interesting. And I'm so glad my kid sent me some products and, uh, I, I, Christmas morning, last Christmas. I'm sitting out at the desk in the kitchen, with a bag of uh, du- you know uh, taco chips, and and I'm tasting all these things and sweating to beat the band. It was my endorphins were through the roof and it was lovely. Um, I, I'm so interested to hear your story. Ed, I I know that you you had some a uh, little bit of trouble in your younger years and then you have literally found your calling as best I can tell. Looking at the all the things you've done. Can you give us a uh, little in-depth overview of your journey in Hot Peppers?
2: Oh uh, Yeah, that, that'd be just fine. Uh, I went, you know, I I was a drug addict and an alcoholic from a very, very young age. Okay, and uh, my parents dropped me off at college and told me if I was going to uh, want to live uh, the lifestyle I was living, I better do something because I was going to die of heart disease of cancer. And uh, it's in our family, you know, genetically in our family. Uh, So I started doing some research, and I found that the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, indigenous populations around the equator had a few indices in common, and one of those was uh, they used hot peppers in almost every meal. Uh, And I could standardize that in a laboratory uh, way back then. That was, you know, the very early 80s. Uh, so I started getting into Peppers back then, but uh, my addiction took me to another place. Uh, and it wasn't until 99 that God relieved me of that burden. Uh, and I've been clean ever since, and I got back into Peppers full time. And uh, that has led to a, a a life and a business that is just, you, you know, it's miraculous.
0: Well, it's got to be. I know when I called you the other day and you said, hey, let me call you back. I'm unloading the truck. And i look at and I read some of the things that you have done and and competitions you've won and and learn more about just uh, people in the world of producing hot sauces and and growing peppers uh well, you're you're the kingpin
2: well you know it's uh. Everybody who is real in this community uh, that does peppers and hot sauce and stuff, uh, they work uh, 24-7, 365 days a year. If there were 30 hours in the day, they'd be working 30 hours. Uh, But... I I do things a little different than other people. Uh, I believe that God is my boss, okay? And we all work the same. So even though I own this company, I'm the guy who's unloading trucks, you know, (laughs) uh, because I'm not the boss. So uh, I don't do – I don't have the people who work with me do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. And, uh, you know, it's a passion for me. Uh, uh, Not only – are we breeding peppers uh, for hot sauce? We breed them for medical research. We breed them for a lot of different things, uh, and we're involved in a lot of different communities. Now, it is true I have the Guinness World Record for the hottest thing in the world, and I've won a lot of awards and a lot of contests. Uh, but the real, the real value uh to me is that I'm living God's will for my life or I believe I'm will living God's will for my life and if I'm not I'll, I'll find that out really quickly <laughs> you know I think you're
0: <laughs> I think you're good take us back uh, to Ed, to the first plants you planted and, and 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 talk about the agricultural side of this and is it true you still got over 500,000 pepper plants
2: Oh, yeah, well over five hundred thousand pepper plants uh, you know when let's i I dabbled in and out of peppers all through the eighties and nineties. I was always growing peppers. The very first plant I got was from uh, a restaurant in uh, Orchard Lake, Michigan called the West East. It was known as the wheat, and they gave me a little Thai pepper plant that was just amazing uh, but when i started when I got clean and I met my bride. Uh, I started with about 1,200 uh, peppers and tomatoes, both nightshades in the, in the back of her yard. Wow. Uh, within a couple of years, I had all my neighbor's yards filled up and had somewhere between 10 and 15,000 plants and buckets in everybody's yards, <laughs> breeding them and making hot sauce and salsa. And then one of them let me use a farm they had and I did three acres. And then every year God seemed to put a new person in my life that could help me grow, yeah. uh, and pretty soon we were we partnered up with uh, the Springs Farm here in Fort Mill, and now we're pretty much the largest hot pepper farm in the United States. There's hotter, there's larger ones that grow things like jalapenos or Anaheim peppers or like Hatch chilies, but when you're talking about super hot peppers, we're the king.
0: Well, and, and I've seen some pictures of the fields. And as much as I like to look at pictures of vineyards and see grapevines, looking at all the pepper plants and in your nursery with little teeny baby pepper plants, and let's talk about that that aspect of agriculture that you kind of, you pioneered in a in a unusual way of, of crossbreeding different peppers to get a certain uh, heat level, yes, and flavor level. Talk about that and what led you to produce reapers.
2: Okay, well, I had... Uh... I was, I've been crossbreeding peppers for a long time, and I'll, it's simple crossbreeding. There's nothing real technical about it. Uh, you take the pollen from one uh, plant and put it into the flower of another plant, you know, trying to, trying to pollinate it. You just go back and forth doing that. What I look for is certain attributes in plants uh, that we find in those hotter peppers. And then if if the cross-pollination works and the fruit that comes out of that cross-pollination has the desirable trait from both parents, we take the seeds out of that fruit and plant them again. Mm. And then anywhere from 120 to 150 days later, it produces fruit again. And we're looking to see if that fruit matches the fruit that had the desirable traits that we analyzed in the lab. If it does, that's the first generation. It takes eight generations of uh, producing the same thing over and over and over again before you get stability. And that's genetic stability, not pod stability or plant stability, but genetic stability in a plant. And then you have to wait another, uh, I think it's uh, five more years before it becomes a cultivar and then another uh, 25 years before it becomes the next step, and then 50 years it becomes an heirloom. Wow. Uh, but we're breeding peppers on a constant basis. I used to do hundreds of them a year, but now the farm has gotten so big that I've I've pared that down. I might do anywhere between 20 and 50 crosses a year. Wow. And out of that, maybe one or two will work. Uh, and then the ones that don't work, we try something else, mm-hmm. you know. As it so be. it's a very time-consuming, very uh, arduous uh, uh, journey, but the reward is just like having a child to me. They're my babies, you know, and then I get to see my babies become uh, something out in the community, whether it's in hot sauce or salsa or powder or we sell the seeds or something, and I get to watch other people enjoy the efforts of my hard work. And it's all, you know, again, God is the one who's who's showing me the way to go. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, keep my own eyes open for the things that uh, he shows me to do, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's
2: it's just so interesting.
0: I love the agriculture part of this. But I got to share a story with you, Ed. Um, I like jalapeno peppers. I like any peppers. And uh, two, year, two summers ago, the summer of 2019, Uh, A friend of mine that lives out in the country had a plot of land that he plants his garden in every year. And he offered me, and more importantly, he helped me plant uh, a bunch of different peppers. I wanted to make a dried powder condiment. So uh, I I, I did jalapeno peppers, serranos, and habaneros. And Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I, I learned so much about basic agriculture and fertilizing and and then the peppers went nuts, and the fruit quality was amazing and 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 but it was a lot of work and i this was a little ten by ten square plot. I just can't imagine how many people do you have working for you with you
2: well well directly, I have about uh twenty i think it's twenty four or twenty five people directly working with me, but indirectly, when you count the farm and all the other stuff there's hundreds of people working okay and we're we're working uh six or seven days a week from uh, april you know during from from january to april it's a five-day week but starting in april it's six or seven days a week all the way through to christmas time Uh, we're blessed with a long season here South Carolina is the perfect place to grow peppers uh, because you can get them in early and they keep on producing. We don't really get a killing frost until somewhere in late November, early December. Uh, but then I have greenhouses going. And and just to, you know, let, let your people know how easy it is. I planted uh, somewhere around, I don't know, 800 plants in, in seven-gallon buckets in a greenhouse. And all we did was set up a watering system so they got watered twice a day. Uh, And that's because it gets really hot here in the summertime and especially inside a greenhouse. Now, I haven't fed those plants at all. I haven't done anything to them. Uh, And we have a little series on our YouTube channel where I'm showing people how easy it's to grow peppers. We just uh, filmed another episode. And those, those plants are anywhere between five feet tall and three feet tall right now with no no food only water and sunlight wow and you know i a lot of those things i i need the seeds out of so i'm taking a little risk there but i'm trying to show the general public that growing peppers is easy okay yeah. and all you have to do it, you know you don't start with carolina reaper peppers i mean <laughs> that's that's going to turn you off all you have to do is something grow something you enjoy like a Jalapeno or, or a cayenne chili or, or you know, some, something down that, in that low level and just start trying it. And then eventually you can build up uh, your tolerance uh, to the reaction that we perceive as heat, which really there's no heat in any pepper. Only mammals perceive them as heat. Uh, and then, you know, eventually you get to enjoy more and more stuff. And and the benefit, there's health benefits to it. There's that endorphin rush benefit. You know, thrill seekers love eating hot peppers. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and for me, it's one of the things that has kept me clean uh, right. for these past 22 and a half years, you know?
0: Interesting.
2: You know, so, we need to take a break,
0: but I hope you'll stay with us. I've got so many more questions. And then we got to talk about the sauces. And I've got two here with me to taste. and. I've already tasted my wine of the week uh, for the feature at the end of the show because I didn't want to damage the wine with a mouthful of, uh, of chili sauce. But uh, we'll talk some more, folks. If you want to learn more about Ed, there's links at goodlifeguy.com or you can go to simplypuckerbuttpeppercompany.com. A wealth of information. You can learn about his YouTube channel, watch some of the videos. If you're thinking about growing peppers, If you just want to buy some of the great sauces, there's uh, all kinds of gift packages and things like that. Uh, You'll make a pepper lover happy if you send them something from here. I'm Guy Barrett. It's a good life. We'll be right back with Ed Curry. We call him Smoking Ed Curry after this short break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.